0: That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your live sports experience at AmericanExpress.com slash with Amex. Eligible American Express card required. Benefits vary by card and by venue. Terms apply.
1: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more.
3: 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
4: Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest.
3: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org, brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of SI's new podcast, Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered some of the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. And now, that continues on our show. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now.
4: What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
2: We bring in Sean Merriman, lights out himself. He's been on the field a lot of times. Sean, I want to start with a game that obviously is not that big in the grand scheme of things right now, but has everybody talking, and that's the way that the Jets game ended against the Raiders. You've been on the field for a lot of snaps of defensive football in your career, have you ever seen someone send pressure in that situation like uh, happened for uh, the, the the Raiders to have a chance to make that play to Henry Ruggs?
5: No, never. Um, and, you know, I'll say this. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people over the course of time say the team's tank. And I say, look, NFL, maybe some other sports, maybe, but definitely not NFL. There's no such thing as an NFL team tanking for a number one overall draft pick. Today, I questioned that for the first time. Really? Uh, we have we have never seen, I've never seen that ever, where you're up and, you know, it's the end of the game and you call a zero glitch with no safety over top. I've never seen anything like that ever uh, in the history of the game and watching, especially when you're trying to go out there and win. And you know, you, you heard a few of the players uh, after the game in the press conference say we could have got a better call. We need some help there. Um, it is really bad over there right now. And, and I, for the first time ever of watching football, I think I've seen the team tanking on purpose uh, in order to get that first round, that first overall draft pick. You ever?
2: You're a smart guy. You you've called a lot of plays. You've seen a lot of defensive calls. You ever go rogue as a uh, as a defensive player and do something different than the call in in a situation like that? Because, or is it so your obligation to run that defense even if you have questions about it?
5: Oh yeah, you run whatever play call. Now, don't get me wrong; I have made my own plays. <laughs> yeah. but my coach would tell me, uh, Wade Phillips or John Pagano, who was the D, D quarter, uh the you know defensive co- coordinator at the time, or linebacker coach. They would tell me, if you if you go outside the playbook, you better make the play. Right. That was If you was freelance, thing. for
2: lack of a better term, like you better be, a, like your responsibility, you still got to take it.
5: Oh, yeah, absolutely. They call it a play, you run it, no matter what that situation is. Now, if you go up under a play or come uh, on a stunt and a blitz because you see a, 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 a tackle kicking out too far, yeah, you can go and get creative. But 98% of the time, you know, 99% of the time, you run it whatever play is called, and For Greg Williams to put that team – and, and look, I I can't necessarily blame it on Greg Williams. Um, I don't think he's a bad defensive coordinator. I think he's in a bad organization. I think he's on a a, a bad defense. Um, And who knows if that play call came from him. I mean, there might be bigger powers that uh, that said, hey, this is the play call we're going to make. We're going to lose this game, right? And maybe it didn't come down directly like that, but I can't see somebody – experienced as Greg Williams play call make a play call like that ever it just doesn't happen it never happens
2: you know you know what's interesting is you talked about this to start and and you've heard a lot of football players say it over the years and I think a lot of fans don't really understand it when it's said and that is this which is if you can't really tank and play football right like you can have guys that aren't as good as the other team but it's so physical and you have to commit so much of your mind and body to play that it's really impossible, unlike, you know, let's say in, the, in basketball or, or somewhere else. It's really impossible to do that, right?
5: It's next to impossible because it's 11 men on the field. So in order to tank, and this is why I always say that when you're talking about the NFL and football, why it's impossible for people to tank You still have 10 other guys. So, say, for example, they weren't in a right play call. They were more in a uh, a pre-bench style defense or some kind of cover four or three where you keep everything in front of you. Now, if a cornerback bobbles the ball and he missed the play and the wide receiver still catches it, then you got a safety right there that, uh, that can make a tackle and end the play. And game over, you still win. But to have no one back there over top, That was a play call. That was nothing to do with the players. Yeah, you want to go have a guy matched up man on man, and hope that he goes out and prevent uh, prevent something uh, wide receiver from catching it. But to have no help over top, that is coming from the coach. That is coming from the organization. And sometimes the cornerback is going to get beat, but you still should. In that particular situation, you still should have somebody over top.
2: We're talking to Sean Merriman, Lights Out podcast on the iHeart Podcast Network. Let's go into what's going on in the NFC West. It's like every single week something different happens in terms of the expected uh, leader of the division. And the Giants got an absolutely massive win that I don't think anybody anticipated against the Seahawks. What's going on with the Seahawks in that larger context? And who do you like to come out of the NFC West with four games to go?
5: Well, for one... Russ Wilson has done a couple things uncharacteristic of him not taking care of the ball. And I'm not talking about the uh, bottle pass from Carson that ended into an interception, but, you know, third and long situations when you can throw the ball out of bounds and live to fight another day, you take the sack and, you know, he's not taking care of the football right now, but also, I don't think they were prepared to see Colt McCord. You know, there's, you know, you're talking about two different style of players. And for whatever reason, uh, they played up to the Seahawks level or if you want to look at it the other way, the Seahawks played down to the Giants level. And, yeah. and that's what happens. And we just I, – I don't understand that how they can come from week to week and, and play great against better teams and then you come and face a team like the Giants who are not really a great football team at all and then you, you stink it up. So – You know, I think that they need to have the same level of uh, confidence, the same mindset going from week to week, no matter who they're playing, because it seems like when they play the teams that aren't as good as they are, they play down to their level.
2: We're talking to Sean Merriman. As you work through, so the the race in the NFC West is going to be super interesting, and the, the Rams right now are in the lead there. And also, the race in the AFC South seems like it's going to be interesting, and for the first time since 1994, I believe it is, the Browns are 9-3. and three. I was at this game. I went and watched it in, in person, unfortunately, as a Titans fan. It was 38-7 to seven at the half. The Titans got absolutely obliterated. Uh, how good are the Browns? Was this one of those games where you just kind of toss it out and say, This isn't really representative of what would typically happen because these teams could end up playing in the postseason if they both get there. Uh, Or is it something more significant at play based on what happened?
1: Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more.
3: Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for best documentary feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing
4: panelists.
0: You get a shot. But the individuals behind every one of those images,
2: they're complicated and they are human.
4: This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation.
2: Thank you. That Browns Titans game. Well, you
5: know, there's, you had, I believe that both of their records were 8 3. Um, That's right. Coming into this game. But you see one eight three team going upwards, and you kind of see the other eight three team going downwards. And right now is when you want to play your your best football. November, December, going into the playoffs, when you want to pick up, you're playing your best football. And it seems that the last three or four games, the Titans are going the other way, and the Browns are, you know, hit that hot streak going into the playoffs. And that's the way that those are the the best teams when they when it comes down to it. Uh, you know, Titans started the season off great. I mean, these guys look unstoppable, running the ball, and uh, AJ Brown, these guys, and Davis catching the ball. I mean, you know, get, they were getting after people on the defense side of the ball. And the last three or four weeks, you just haven't seen that. So, you know, you get closer and closer to the playoffs, and the teams are playing well, are really going to start to show around this time. November, December will tell you a lot about what a team's going to do in the playoffs.
2: I th- what did you think? I-, I know it's been several days since this game happened and we had the you know game take place on a I-, I think it was a what a Wednesday, right? the crazy Wednesday game. But when you look at the Steelers, are the Steelers a team that you would be afraid of or because they've played so many close games? I think they've won six by seven or less, Or are you gonna look at it and say, we can beat this team? Like the Steelers, I know they're 11 and 0, they may well finish 15 and 1, 14 and 2, 16 and 0, but it doesn't feel like they have the same aura of invincibility that typically teams with that kind of record have.
5: Well, you know, it's uh it's funny because I said uh last well, a few weeks ago that this is the most balanced team in football. Like they don't do one particular thing extremely well. They do a lot of things across the board well. Right. It's, not, you know, they're not a a running attack team. They don't have a great, you know, they do everything across the board well. And those are the teams that are scary because when you go in and start game planning, you start to stack up against whatever they do well, you want to stop that. Right. So when you can't do that and they have so many different ways to hurt you and TJ Watt, these guys getting after you was a, I know a, a, a Bud Dupree went down with that ACL. That's going to hurt him a little bit. But they're still so – they're well-coached and they're well-balanced. So when you're trying to figure a team out like that, it's like, okay, we got to go in and really play these guys well because there's not one thing they do great. Plus, you know, they know how to win football games at the end. The, the good teams, it don't matter if you win by one point, six point, seven points. It doesn't matter. A win is a win. And they've found a way to close games out. So that's championship – football that's that's what you're going to need when a game gets tight when you get deeper into those playoffs
2: you've got so much money invested in Carson Wentz still if you are the Eagles Jalen Hurts came in we'll see what ends up happening with him going forward but as you look at Jalen Hurts and you look at Carson Wentz what do the Eagles have to do I mean given how much money they have invested in Carson Wentz but also given that they took Jalen Hurts in the second round
5: what what should they be doing? Well, you move, you move him while you still can. Um, and if you bench him permanently and already show that you're moving on from then his trade value and to be able to move him becomes less. So do it right now or, or as soon as you can. You know, pass the trade deadline already. But do it as soon as you can while there's still a good market for him. Maybe you can get a third or fourth round pick, uh, you know, for Carson Wentz. Because, look, at the end of the day, you've already made your decision. You made your decision when you drafted Hurts. You don't draft a guy in the second round after you have a quarterback you just paid if you're not planning to move on at some point, right? That just doesn't – that just don't happen. I mean, we've seen it with Aaron Rodgers. You know, even Aaron Rodgers is playing MVP-level football. You know, at the end of the day, they still drafted a guy to come in and play. Whether it's a year, two years, they got a guy that's ready to go. So, look, make that move, get something for Carson Wentz now, and just move on. I mean, you've already kind of made that decision anyway.
2: What happened to your Chargers? We're talking to Sean Merriman. I mean, that was a beatdown of epic proportions that Bill Belichick, the Patriots, put on. What's the story there? I mean, the, the, the Chargers had a tough loss against the Bills. Are they done in your mind?
5: Yeah, and it's unfortunate. I think now is the time to make changes. And, you know, I never want to call out a, guy, a coach or anybody in the staff to get fired because I've, I've never done that and I never will but that some point in time, you got to look at what you have, right? You got a young quarterback that's playing outstanding, so he has an infinite amount of, of ability of where he's going with his career. You have a, uh, to, to, in me and my p- opinion, three of the best wide receivers in the court in, in NFL. You got uh, uh, Hunter Henry, uh, Allen, and Mike Williams, Kevin Allen and Mike Williams. And so you're telling me that with that core right there alone, you can't score a point? I mean that's, that, it was pretty embarrassing. I'm sitting there watching. I'm back on Twitter and and I'm getting to the point where I just don't have anything to say. And I never <laughs> want to call out a coach. You yep. never want to point fingers at anybody. But to not score, I mean, this we're talking about the NFL. This is these are pros that you tell me you couldn't kick a damn field goal. You can't. You get a field goal blocked. You can't even get up. You can't even get up on the board. This is not Madden. This is not a blowout. These are professional athletes. And you can't get into the end zone once, or you can't kick a field goal, and it's embarrassing. Right now, it just seems to me that the players aren't responding to Anthony Lynn. So they need to find a way to make that situation better, and don't ruin what you have. Because you, you have a damn good team. Look, if you get three or four of those games, you lost within seven points this year. We're talking about a different season.
2: Are you a guy, I know you said you don't like to call for guys' names, uh, guys' jobs, but... Does it make sense in the NFL to move on from a coach during the season? Or are you a guy that would say, regardless, it makes sense to go ahead and finish the year and then make your decision about who you're going to go get maybe to uh, maybe to replace him? I mean, in, in other words, when things are really going bad, like the Jets basically have decided they're going to stick with Adam Gase and make him wear all of these losses, it seems, and then move on at the end of the year. The Chargers may stick with Anthony Lynn for the rest of the year. But then you see a guy like Dan Quinn uh, get forced out in Atlanta, and they go ahead and turn the page. What do you make sense?
5: Well, well, in my opinion, you make that move now. Um, yeah. Because anytime you, you have a game like that, uh, the wind is knocked out of a team. I mean, yeah. the, when you get back into the locker room, I mean, it looks like a funeral home. And guys are just, their hands are down, they're moping, there's just not a good atmosphere. So the only way to get fresh life in there and the fresh breath of air is to make decisions now to show the, you know, the, the players, show the fans and everybody around the organization that things need to change. And we need to start at the top, and then we need to trickle down and start making some decisions. And like I said, I'm not, I'm not saying whatever, you know, the fire Anthony Lynn. I'm not saying that at all. I, I would never call for a guy to, uh, to be fired, to a coach be fired because it's not fun. But at the same time, you're in a performance business, and you're not performing. So you have to expect uh, these type of things to go down this way.
2: Sean Merriman, he's in the Lights Out podcast. Go check it out in the iHeart Podcast Network. I appreciate you giving us the time, my man. We look forward to talking to you next week. You got it. Thanks, Abby.
4: Look through your children's eyes, and you will discover the true magic of a forest.
3: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
4: Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest.
3: Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council.
0: Mama, what does the chicken say? Uh, (laughs) dog.
3: Giraffe, really? Giraffe. a uh,
1: giraffe. You're not going to get it all right. Just make sure you nail know the big stuff, like making sure your kids are buckled correctly in the right seat for their age and size. Get it right. Visit NHTSA.gov.
3: slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury.